listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Wednesday afternoon. Now, let's turn to our very first guest of today, someone who I've admired for a long time, someone who's just a bit funnier than me. Uh, he is a Hong Kong stand-up comedian who performs in both Cantonese and English, and I'd like to welcome to the show Vivek Mabubani. Hey, Vivek, hello. See- hey, Noreen. Nice to see you again. It's great to see you again. I always feel so cheered up and so happy when I see you. Do, yeah. do you get that a lot? Do people I, I, I guess so. Some people come up to you like, hey, you're telling me a joke now. I'm like, I buy a ticket first. <laughs> yeah. And then they get on with their day and they're like, I guess not then. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. You still made them smile. Yeah. So you're also here to tell us a little bit more about the Hong Kong International Laugh Festival, which you've organized along with your team. That's yeah. amazing. I mean, it's just something we started three years ago. We just figured, hey, what can we do next? What's the new next level? And just us traveling around the world, we realized the world of comedy is so big. And I said, hey, I don't want to keep flying overseas. Why don't we do something over here and we decided to put something together the first year was just a week of Cantonese shows we said let's try that right and we got addicted we're like this is great this is fine it shows every night I love this and was, we just kept doing it. I was going to say, is there a big market for stand-up comedy here in Hong Kong? I believe now, if, if any time, this is the time to come and laugh together. You know, <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I have to admit it, as a comedian, this is tough for myself as well. But in its own way, it's kind of like pulls people together. We're like, you know what, for one moment, let's just get together, let's have a good time, and then we'll go back to life again, you know. That's what I've learned over time as well, is that, you know, at the end of the day, we all want to laugh at some point. <laughs> and when things are tough, you want to have a good laugh, just to refresh and reset your mind. So yeah, people in Hong Kong do want to laugh, but I think it's also basically what type of laughter they want. You know, what's interesting is that uh, do people want to talk about the news? Do they want to talk about, you know, life in general? What I found is I personally like to talk about life in general, not necessarily what's happening in the news because we get that all the time, right? And if anything, our, our last show we did is we realized that people did not want to hear about the recent events. They wanted to just get away from it. Just tell me about life, what it was like, you know, the normal days that we had. And I was like, wow, this is The good cool. old days. The good old days of yesterday, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? How would you classify classify the the, the, the uh, humor in Hong Kong you know when we talk about British humor mm. it's quite dry quite yeah. sarcastic how would you classify the Hong Kong humor I would say it's, it's got a bit of that British you know the little dryness to it but it's more like as we like to say in Chinese Ho Chun yes. you know very inch yes. very like there's a certain cocky arrogance of like well you want this well I'll do that you know I mean honestly it's just funny because like the more you tell people they can't the more they want to do it it's very rebellious so when we joke about how like oh we all do that but like, yeah I do that you know? so for example uh, one of the things I used to joke about is how we all value the seats on the MTR differently right when you take the train you see those empty seats and they're not equal you go straight for the side two seats right they have a certain value to it and I'm like why is that because we don't like the idea of having people on both sides of our shoulder Right? Give me a give me a board, and I, it's not a human being. I'll take it. Even if it's so sweaty oh. and you've got bits of gunk on it, you exactly. still want to yeah. sort of lean your hair. Yeah. On Even it. if someone's butt is pressed against you, you're like, oh. you know what? It, it's warm. I'll take it. It's not a person. I'll take it. You know. But it's these small, small nuances that I'm like, that that's such a Hong Kong thing to do. And the idea is more competitive. Like I got the side seats, you did not. You know. And that feeling of winning is something I think we all share. Just you know, getting on the bus. Those kind of we. I just made it. Right? We're quite we're quite a competitive community yeah. here in Hong Kong. Yeah, I must say, you've got a fantastic lineup. Your uh, Laugh Festival runs between the seventh till the 29th of September. Tickets are up and running. Let's talk a little bit more about the scheduling. There is really something for everyone. Something Vivek. for everyone. This was one of our goals because when we traveled overseas, we're like, wow, there's so many shows, and I don't feel like I'd bored of the same stuff over time. And I was like, let's mix it up. Let's do everything. So just to 
give you an example, right? So in Hong Kong, we all know dim sum. We love going for dim sum. And the idea of dim sum is like tapas where you get a little bit of everything. So the idea is for someone who's new to the comedy scene, we decide let's have a gala show that opens up the whole event. On the first day, on the 7th of September, we have an English gala show, a Cantonese gala show. So you get a chance to kind of come with your dim sum paper. Be like, okay, this guy's pretty funny. Tick. This guy, not so much. Don't tick, you know. And I'll, I'll order his show later on. So that's the first idea. And then after that, we realize that people also want to not just watch but also try comedy but they don't know how to start so there's a workshop that I'm running as well to encourage everyone to give yourself a chance there's open mic nights as well like on the 10th of September if you want to try Cantonese open mic night we have that and just a variety of stuff we've got like you know quiz shows we've got Cantonese shows I this year have decided to go only Cantonese (laughs) because the schedule is too packed for even me right so I decided to just do out my own Cantonese show that I did in Melbourne as well on the 8th of September and just quiz shows we have a show called Parental Units where it's just adults and parents coming up and telling the funny stories about being parents. Now, I can't do that. Noreen, you're welcome. Yeah, um, no, I'm afraid I have no parenting tips or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can understand. I'm not a parent, but I can understand. Giving parental tips is a very big responsibility. I'm scared I'll get heckled. Like, get off stage. Don't do that. You know what? You probably get heckled by the kids. Yeah. No, you don't do that, mom. That's not the way. (laughs) I get heckled already at home. I know, right? Do you need a comedy club? No, you're already living in the comedy club. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) But there's that. I mean, and also what we did is like, so every year, because it always falls, we try to schedule it so it falls on a Mid-Autumn Festival. And the day after Mid-Autumn Festival is a holiday. So we always try to make that like a full day of comedy. So on the 14th of September is what we call Improv Day. So we have like a whole bunch of improv shows like Improv for Kids. We've got this 852 crew, uh, People's Liberation Improv, Pajama Party, which is basically two guys that do long form of improv. And then this other show called DIU, you know, do it yourself kind of thing. So it's just a mixture of stuff. So there's literally like no reason that you'll say, yep, not my thing, you know, unless you really, really don't like laughing, then I want to get to know you. I want to be like, what? what is your life that you're like, laughter? It's not my medicine. I know. (laughs) What is the People's Liberation Improv? So People's Liberation Improv is a very peaceful (laughs) group of individuals who basically do improv together. It's it's one of the earlier improv groups in Hong Kong. And that's why they like to play on the word PLI, People's Liberation Improv. So it's basically a group of uh, mixture of people doing English improv in Hong Kong. So there's that as well. But otherwise, what's, what's funny is that uh, there's one show called Bushy Roast which is on the uh, 13th of September and that shows basically if you've ever watched any roast battles that's exactly it <laughs> where basically people come and make fun of each other and let me just tell you something that is the true Hong Kong spirit that is sitting on the sidelines with your bag of peanuts or popcorn and watching people completely annihilate each other and laughing and being told go ahead and laugh at them that's like, oh, so Hong Kong right there, right? That is, I've seen fights or people insulting each other on the MTR. Yeah. I mean, if it really escalates, then yeah, you'd get involved yeah. and say, break it up or something. But sometimes you just watch the whole, the, the, the ridiculousness yeah. of it all yeah. and just seeing two people one-upping each other. Yeah. And it's that's, that's mesmerizing. And that's exactly, so So just to jump out a bit, that's exactly what's happening now in Hong Kong. It's it's the one-up each other, right? And the competitive spirit comes out because we're trying to say, well, you do this, well, I'll do that. I see you and I raise you. Like we're all ping, playing poker, right? And and unfortunately, someone's had a really bad poker face as well while we're doing that, you know? So there's that as well. But like, you, you, that's exactly it. The, the entertainment factor. The one-upsmanship, exactly, you know? Then that's the whole Hong Kong thing. You make $1, I'll make 2 You cut 50 cents, I'll cut 60 cents. 
sense. Uh, you know? Your daddy sells sheep. My daddy owns a sheep farm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so it's all these weird mixes, and that's something that we all embrace over here. So yeah, those kinds of little roast battles are happening. Like I said, we've got the quiz shows on the 11th September. We've got this thing called Matt Quiz. Basically, mixture of music, quiz audience participation it's like watching a live quiz show it's, it's a lot of fun over there right and then just to let you know that's only halfway through the festival and we still got a whole bunch of stuff we, we're flying in a guy called Ron Josser from Canada to come do shows just to mix things up then this year for the first time ever we're working with the Melbourne International Comedy Festival to basically work with them and have them come to Hong Kong and perform now they do perform their road show every year but this year we decided we go down there to perform in our shows as well so let's work something together that you're part of the festival so we we worked it all out. They're within the festival as well. So guys, check them out. They're here for a whole week. They're doing so many shows. They do back-to-back shows. In other words, there's a show at 8 and there's a show at 8.30. So one comedian will perform at 8 and he'll run up to another room and perform the same show at 8.30. So the fun part is there have been many nights where comedians thought they said the joke, but they said it in show number one and forgot to say it in show number two. So when the host comes back to show number two and he calls back on the joke they did not say, everyone's like, oh? What joke? What, what? I don't get it. And the host is like, oh, I know what just happened over there. <laughs> so you never know what happens, right? It's a lot of fun over there as well. So a whole week of them from the 16th to the 22nd of September. And then for the final last week, we're putting it all together with a few special things. We've got one-man shows by this guy called Nick Mills, who is basically a Brit, a Brit who's been living in Hong Kong for his whole life practically. We've got Cantonese shows. And we've also got this Hong Kong-bred English show called Add All Comedy, which basically is three Hong Kong people, including myself, using whatever English we've learned living in Hong Kong and performing in English. So you've got the full range of the English spectrum. The person who failed in his exams in English, Tim Chan, to the person who has English as a native, as a native speaker, and to Martina Leung, who went overseas for a while, has kind of an Americanish kind of English accent, but her family being so Chinese, she still has a Chinese accent in there. So you get the full spectrum of Hong Kong people speaking in English for their, on that show called Add All Comedy, because we all know Add All. That's the best thing you want to hear right now. And then last but not least, we've got the Newcomers Competition, the Cantonese comedy competition for newcomers. In other words, if you have not spoken in Cantonese for more than three years, you're welcome. If you have not done comedy for more than three years, you are welcome. If you have not been funny for more than three years, you're welcome. If you have been funnier for more than three years, then I'm really sorry. People like me cannot join. <laughs> That's awesome. There is. This is a fantastic lineup, and this is exactly what Hong Kong needs. I can tell you. I mean, it's one of those things that I'm just glad that I get to watch some of these shows as well. Right. So, Laugh Festival easy laughfestival.hk that's where you want to go check out the schedule see what's happening and honestly there must be a show for you and if there is not a show go to open mic and make the show for you let's talk a little bit more about the open mics uh, session and the improvs as well who are these people who are sort of brave enough are, are they are they aspiring comedian who, who are these people who just get up on stage so there are some people who are just basically aspiring comedians who maybe have a really boring day job or maybe like they just feel I want to start talking more maybe my, my significant other doesn't let me not allow me to speak you never know so whoever it is we give you three to five minutes on stage come up and tell us your story if we laugh bonus if we don't laugh hey you got a free drink out of it so well done you know good for you do they come usually with a script i mean how, how does it work um are, some, are they uh, rehearse materials oh, some people actually come with like their presentation they're going to be giving you know at work and they're like oh guys i will now give present to you the statistics of why long-term investment is better than short-term investment and that's, all of us are just thinking that's funny in a way yeah because it's so surreal and the context is so wrong that we're like I can't believe this guy is serious like he'll be saying I wish I had a PowerPoint slide but I don't so therefore please imagine a graph 
<laughs> and you're like, this is hilarious. I love this guy. Who is this guy? You know. So a lot of times we tell people without you realizing it, a story can be funny, but you may think it's not funny. But remember, it's not your decision. It's for the audience to decide if it's funny, right? So you present what you have to present. It could be a very basic story, but the way you present it may make people laugh. You know, having a guy without the PowerPoint but saying, imagine it, you're like, this is absurd, but I love it. And these kinds of things happen. So that's the open mic uh, atmosphere. We'll be trying to encourage everyone, just come three to five minutes. Come on, you've spoken for three to five minutes in your life before, right? Exactly. So why not come over here, do it, get a free drink out of it, and have a good time. So you have that as well. Why do you think some people, or what prevents somebody from actually taking that first step? Because, you know, I'm sure you meet a lot of people who are actually really funny, but then when you tell them, do an open night or come along, they're like, oh, no, it's not for me. What actually prevents people so you, usually what I find is when you have a lot of friends in your life, you're very afraid because God forbid your friends find out you did that and they're like, we're going to come support you. You're like, no, 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 don't, 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 right? So that's number one. Usually it's the fear of failure, failure which is yes. fair. I mean, like in Hong Kong, again, face, face. very important. Mo mean, you can't lose your face, right? So when you go up on that stage and you're saying, bah, 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 and everyone's just like, oh, this guy's not funny, uh, you will kind of feel embarrassed. But you must remember the fact that you went on that stage how many people can say that, right? And you must never forget that. It's a lot of things about this relative concept. In the words, I, the fact that you went on, already you're better than half of the people. So the fact that you didn't make their laugh, you, they can't blame you. So there's that. Number two is usually like, I don't think I can. Like your inability to believe that you can do it. And which is, again, fair. I fully understand. For example, if you told me, hey, go wakeboarding, I might be thinking like, I, I don't think I can, but have I done it? Not really. I'm doubting my ability to do it before trying it. So there's that as well. Mm. And it's mostly just basically the idea of I don't know what to say. Mm. And I always tell people the easiest thing to do is tell me what you did today. And chances are you did something really funny already without you exactly. realizing, you know. So that, there's that. But I, I honestly highly encourage everyone, just come, come tell a story. You know, it could be the most, the saddest story of your life. But remember, comedy is equal to tragedy plus time. And chances are, whatever happened to you, there was a period of time between it. So when you came and told us a story, even if we don't laugh with you, we're laughing at you. <laughs> but the truth is, it's still laughter. Exactly. Yeah, There's yeah. No dis you can't distinguish the difference. Exactly. There are so many wonderful shows, Vivek, you're bringing for our Hong Kong audience. Are there any special highlights uh, of some of the ones that you really, really recommend? Well, first, or your ones. Well, uh, hello. Yeah. Uh, you know. Okay. So the few I really recommend, if you want to get a good range of Hong Kong comedy, first of all, do come to the gala show on the first on the first night, which is six, uh, 7th of September. The good thing is that you really get to have a little taster of every comedian who's performing in the festival. And so you get an idea like, oh, I don't, I like the style. Oh, I never knew there was this, such a comedy in, in Hong Kong. So that's one thing. 7th September, the opening gala show, 6 p.m. English, 8 p.m. Cantonese. So if you don't speak Cantonese, you have two hours to watch English and learn Cantonese and watch the, the 8 p.m. show. And if you don't speak English, it's time to start. So you have that. So you do that one. And the other ones I do recommend is maybe like Ron Jossel coming from Canada, just to get an overseas perspective of that sense of humor. So come on down there. Go to the Melbourne Comedy Festival road shows because you get a you get five different comedians. And it's just an idea of like, oh, different styles of comedy. And honestly, if you see a comedian you like, do two things. Number one, go watch their show. Go get a ticket watch. So number two, go up to them and just say, hey, you're funny. The truth is a lot of people forget how good it is and how encouraging it is when an audience member comes to you and says you're funny yeah. because in Hong Kong we have no time and the fact that someone would After wait after the show yeah. they just go yeah yeah exactly you know? and I don't I don't blame them I get it you know the MTRs you know 
gonna stop real soon. Whatever. And you need to get that seat closest that to seat, the. That seat, yeah. I, if I sit in the middle, I failed myself. I can't go home with dignity, right? So there's that. But I think ultimately is that just when you connect with the audience and the audience talk to you and you realize, oh, we're just human beings sharing a good moment together. I think that's really important to me, which is why I love comedy to the point that it's brought me closer to a lot of people. People I would stay as strangers, people who basically would never get to know me or I would never get to know them, but. Through comedy, we got to know each other because we had a laugh together. My story related to you. It rung a bell, and you're like, oh, I, I get what you mean. I see what you're doing, and it's opened my my mind to the whole world. Like comedy is not only just Hong Kong. You see the whole world, different sense of humor, and ultimately, the cool thing is that when you start collaborating, and you realize the different angles people have. You know,、yeah. what we laugh in Hong Kong, maybe you don't laugh in in overseas. So, for example, one of my classic jokes was that in Hong Kong, the best feeling is when you're alone in the lift, and your friend is running to the lift, and you press the door close button, right? <laughs> You're just like at the moment, like yes, yes, I got, you. I got it, right? But if I do that joke, let's say in Australia, a lot of people might go like, "That's a bit rude. That's your friend. Why wouldn't you wait for them?" And I'm like, "You see, time doesn't work the same way over here. Clearly, that one minute difference doesn't work over here. You know, for us, that lift door button must be there. So, which is why things like that maybe go like, 'Oh, you're interested. It's interesting. Why over there it's rude, but in Hong Kong it's like, yes, you did it. That、exactly. kind of deal. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun, really. I highly recommend the, the Laugh Festival. I'll hold out a little flyer for our Facebook Live friends. Check it out, laughfestival.hk. You know, if you want to have a good laugh, come on out. If you don't want to have a good laugh, challenge yourself. Come to a show and don't laugh. And if you don't laugh. I'll high five you, whatever, man. I mean, whatever it takes, right? I'll get、right? you a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you a drink of water, tap so, water.、Yeah. So, so what other upcoming shows have you got so,、uh, going on as well? So a lot of stuff, actually. Like I'm working with a group from Malaysia called MACC, which is the Malaysian Association of Chinese Comedians. So it's a bunch of my good friends I've met before from doing shows, and they're doing their final run. They've been working together for ten years, and what's happened is that they're doing their final show together, and they decided let's do a world tour. So they contacted me, and they're like, "Hey, Viv, you know, you're my Asian." Friend, and I'm like, okay. What do you want, guys? All this pandering doesn't work with me. What do you need? Like, we need someone who's going to be cheap and also help us produce our show. I was like, all right, guys, let's work something together. So on the 26th of October, four of the funniest, and I tell you honestly from the bottom of my heart, the funniest guys from Malaysia are coming to Hong Kong to perform their show called MACC Mania, which is basically not a wrestling show but an actual comedy show, and、uh, they're going to give you the best of the best that they've got over the 10 years that they've done shows around the world. So October 26th at the Saiwan. Whole Civic Center, big theater, four hundred something room, four hundred something seat room. Just ha- come and have a good laugh. There's that show as well. But the Laugh Festival is up and coming, really close. Come check it out. Have a good laugh. And honestly, at the end of the day, even if you don't come to the show, peek through the window, see what's going on, have an idea, and hear people laughing around you. It'll、exactly. make you happy as well. Exactly, and that's exactly what we need here in Hong Kong right now. Vivek, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Remind our listeners once again what's the website and how can people check out the schedule and what's happening with the Hong Kong International Laugh Festival. Very simple, guys. The website is laughfestival.hk. From the seventh to the twenty ninth of September, there are shows pretty much every night. Go check out a show, pick a show, random show, whatever you like. Come watch a show and laugh with us together. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon, and that's Vivek Mabubani. Thank you very much.